time for Conversations with MIT Medical. Care for the community. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. Members of the MIT Traditional Health Plan are required to see an MIT Medical Primary Care Provider, a PCP, and students are strongly urged to select a PCP at MIT Medical as well. My guest is Jessica Sinisi. She's a primary care nurse practitioner at MIT Medical. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Tell us the differences and some similarities between having a nurse practitioner versus a physician as your primary care provider. Great. Oh, well, thank you. Um, yeah, so as far as primary care goes, having a, a either a nurse practitioner or a physician is actually very similar. Um, and a lot of the studies that have been done actually show that the, the treatments that patients receive by both physicians and nurse practitioners are very similar, as well as the outcomes on their health. Um, so in this setting, it's very similar. Um, you know, as far as... Um, state laws go, there's some, you know, kind of regulatory things in place that that differentiate the practice a little bit. Um, But as far as the experience that the patient has, it's very similar. So tell us what are the training that nurse practitioners have versus an MD? Yeah, so nurse practitioners are advanced practice nurses. So that means that we are all RNs, um, typically go through a master's degree program to, to get um, to do our training to be a nurse practitioner. And the, and the master's program includes clinical rotation, so actual hands-on patient care as well. Um, and then we were all certified to be nurse practitioners. So it's a, it's a national certification that we do. And the certification we have to keep active, you know, typically every five years that it has to be, that we have have to be recertified, um, and obviously our, our licenses have to be maintained as well a little bit more frequently than that. Um, you know, a physician would have a medical school followed by a, a residency. So it's uh, two, different, two different professions, One, uh, so nursing is, is separate from being a physician. So I'm, I'm often asked if I'm planning to become a physician in the future, training to become a physician, and that's not the case. Can you write a prescription? Yeah, I can write a prescription, and we can write um, all schedules of prescriptions. Okay, so if you are working with a patient, what might they notice different than, you know, maybe the doctor is, is more extra busy. Are you able to spend a little more time with them? Are you get a little more interpersonal skills with them, get to know the patient a little bit? Give them some of the differences that they might find very appealing to see a nurse practitioner. Right, right. So, so typically, a, lo- a lot of patients will say that they do feel that the nurse practitioner spends more time with them, um, and maybe typically has a more holistic approach. So maybe involves other aspects, uh, you know, so not just medications and medical tests, but also would um, look a little bit more into how family life impacts their health, stress, sleep, you know, well practices and those types of things. Um, I think that's a very common perception. I, I wouldn't say that there is physicians don't do holistic care or physicians don't spend time with their patients. I think it's maybe a little unfair to say that across the board, um, but I would say it's a common perception that people feel that nurse practitioners have a little bit more time to spend with them. Um, here at MIT Medical, the scheduling is pretty consistent between uh, uh, nurse practitioners and physicians. So I'm not sure that the same type of um, time constraints are seen in our practice versus some other practices that you might see outside of MIT Medical. So tell us about your approach to medicine, Jessica, with, you know, emphasis on, as we say, the holistic or complementary medicine and preventive medicine. Tell us your approach. 
Yeah, so, you know, my personal approach, I really like to engage patients in their health. Um, I don't uh, I, I don't necessarily enjoy an encounter where I'm telling the patient, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to take this, don't eat that. Um, I really like to engage patients and make them feel like they're more of a partner in their health care so that they they understand that ultimately it's, it's their decision to make um, regarding any treatment and lifestyle changes and, and anything that's really involved with, with health care. Um, I really like to help people stay well, help people feel empowered to stay well and, and stay healthy. Um, obviously, it's uh, you know better to, to be proactive about things before you get sick rather than be reactive after you are sick. Um, so I hope that my patients have the experience of, of feeling like they've been given information and, and given support to help them stay healthy. So, Jessica, how do you use a multidisciplinary approach to make your patient a partner in their health care rather than just this passive participant? Do you help talk to them about nutrition and exercise and their blood pressure and all the things that we're discussing here as a prevention to not getting sick? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, um, you know, diet, exercise, uh, mental health, sleeping patterns, I think all of those issues come up in pretty much um, any visit that I do with with any patient, regardless of what the visit is for, you know, whether it's a routine physical, whether it's follow-up for chronic disease management, like high blood pressure, diabetes. Um, And a lot of times, even if it's a a sick visit, you know, somebody coming in with a sore throat or a cold or something like that, um, you know, I believe all of those things are very intertwined and they all affect the the way that people the way that people feel and and their health Um, we're really fortunate here at MIT Medical that we have a lot of resources we have a nutritionist we have a community community wellness department that has a lot of different types of resources Um, so I feel that we're really fortunate in having all of those things available and having those things to offer to people if someone has to have a test are you able to discuss the results of that test with them yeah, absolutely, and we do. Um, yeah, we do a variety of tests in the building, um, um, including blood work and X-rays, uh, mammograms, that kind of thing. Um, people can get the results in a number of ways. We have an electronic portal that a lot of patients are really happy with, um, where they can get results electronically. They can also initiate questions electronically. So a lot of people really like that that they can send a question electronically rather than having to make a phone call or having to wait for a visit. Um, we try to make ourselves available for additional visits if people wanted to come in to actually discuss something. Um, And then obviously there's the more traditional phone and letters and that kind of thing. Why don't you give us your best advice, Jessica, what you tell your patients about prevention, about staying well and complementary medicine and what's going on there today to help keep them as healthy as they possibly can be? Yeah, I think we talk. A, I talk a lot with my patients about uh, routine exercise, regular exercise, um, eating healthy foods. You know, lots of fruits and vegetables. Um, you know, maintaining optimal body weight. Um, and I think the really talking about um, stress improvement, relaxation. I think that that's also a really important component of staying well. I think that it's a very important component and the students are so stressed out today. And what do you recommend to them when you're saying, you know, I'd like you to reduce your stress a little bit? Yeah, so we, you know, as I had mentioned before, we we do have a variety of resources here, which is great. I mean, of course, we have a mental health department if people feel that they're really overwhelmed by their stress or that perhaps it's something more 
um, something more like anxiety that they're struggling with. Um, you know, for the majority of people offering them the resources that we have in our community wellness department, we have wellness counselors who will meet with people for one-on-one consultations, um, which would be different than meeting with a counselor or psychologist. Um, they also do a variety of group classes and group sessions. They do different exercise classes, which is also greatly helps with stress management. Um, and then we have a number of online resources that people can utilize, too, if, if they don't choose to come in and meet with somebody or go to a group class or something of that nature. Jessica, tell us what you love about MIT Medical, about working there, and why people should really come to see a primary care provider and a nurse practitioner for their health care. Yeah, well, I, I do love working at MIT Medical. I've been here for about three years. Um, you know, there's there's excellent providers here. All the physicians, nurse practitioners, and clinicians are excellent. Um, they really take a patient-centered approach to care. You know, it's not... Um, we're not treating people for the uh, for the insurance company or anything like that. It's really about the patients and their health care and keeping them healthy. Um, and, and I think that there's great access to, to health care here, too, especially if you're on campus as a student, if you work on the main campus as an employee. Um, I think to have this, uh, you know, excellent health care so close by is really a great thing. Uh, you know, and not to mention all the other number of resources that you don't find in every practice with the, you know, community wellness department and nutrition counseling and everything that we have to offer here. Thank you so much, Jessica Sinisi, primary nurse care nurse practitioner at MIT Medical. You're listening to Conversations with MIT Medical. For more information, you can go to medweb.mit.edu. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening.